Hello and welcome back on this new episode of Econ Rising. I'm your host How are you and、uh, today we're going to be talking about prospect theory. Um, this is a behavioral model that shows how people decide between alternatives that involves risk and uncertainty. For instance, the percentage likelihood of gains or losses. It basically demonstrates that people think in terms of expected utility relative to a reference point, i.e., their current wealth rather than the absolute outcomes. Now, most of modern mainstream economic thinking is based on models operating according to the rational choice assumptions. But in the early 1980s, Daniel Kahneman and Amos Tversky, both receiving the Nobel Economic Prize, developed this theory. This explained that the way people frame decisions can have a huge effect on how they make choices. In other words, choices don't depend solely on potential outcomes and probabilities as rational choice assumes.、Uh, we're going to make a separate episode on that, but also on how the choices are presented. Let's take cancer patients as an example.、Um, they may prefer a treatment that offers a nine in ten chances of living to one that offers a one in ten chances of dying, even though objectively they are identical. Framing is a subjective process by which people attribute value to one choice or the other. The key difference with expected utility is that not everyone has the same way of framing choices. So even if two people are equally afraid of making the wrong choice, they might choose different things because they frame each choice differently. Prospect theory brings together economics and psychology, of course. In fact, both Kahneman and Tversky are academic specialists in psychology. There is also a school of thought、uh, in economics called behavioral economics, which we have touched upon in several occasions. Well, this theory seems to be a useful extension to the assumption of expected utility theory. But once you've expe- accepted that framing plays a role in decision making, you need to explain what determines framing. That is, the process that makes people value one thing more than another. That seems to have more to do with sociology or even psychology than economics. Although this is not a problem, it suggests that answers to real-world problems come from interdisciplinary approaches. Now, prospect theory places emphasis on how individuals frame situations and outcomes in their mind. Individuals may use rules of thumb and the status quo bias. We have the certainty effect, which is when people give a greater weighting to central than outcomes、uh, that are merely probable. And then there is reflect the reflective effect, which is when positive gains receive larger weightings. But in terms of negative gains, people exhibit risk-averse behavior. People preferring、um, a loss that is probable over a small loss that is certain. This seems to contradict the desire for insurance, but it doesn't, since it only applies to moderate losses rather than catastrophic ones. Therefore, prospect theory differs from expected utility theory because expected utility theory assumes individuals will basically choose the outcome which gives maximum utility、uh, in a mathematical form, given the probability and possible outcomes. Whereas prospect theory allows for the fact that individuals may choose a, de- a decision which doesn't necessarily maximize utility, primarily because they place other considerations above utility. 
From a more economic perspective, we can look at、uh, we can take a look at prospect theory and the stock market. In fact, important implications of prospect theory are the way economic agents subjectively frame an outcome or transaction in their mind, outlining the utility they expect or receive. Narrow framing is a derivative result, which has been documented in experimental settings by Tversky and Kahneman, whereby people evaluate new gambles in isolation, ignoring other relatively relevant risks. Now, this phenomenon can be seen in practice in the reaction of people to stock market fluctuations, in comparison with other aspects of their overall wealth. It has been proven that people are more sensitive to spikes in the stock market as opposed to the labor income or to the housing market. It has also been shown that narrow framing causes loss of aversion among stock market investors, and the work of Tversky and Kahneman is largely responsible for the advent of behavioral economics. They are also used extensively in mental accounting. Kahneman himself said that people assign much higher probability to the truth of their opinion than is warranted. It is one of the reasons people trade so much in the market generally with bad results. Two key points to take away from today, as always. The, mo- the first of these is how do people make decisions in the face of uncertainty? Well, they do this by comparing possible outcomes to where they st- stand today, or at least where they think they stood. Secondly, it's often our perception of how the choices are presented, rather than the choices themselves, that make us arrive at our decisions.